If you work part-time in your business right now, but you still want to see success and profit and bring home money for your family in those part-time hours, then this episode is for you. We are gonna be talking about the mindsets that we hold around time, our management of time, and success with very part-time hours. Now, I think that so oftentimes we think we need better time management, but I think what we really need is better mind management. So let's unpack this today. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second and thank today's sponsor, which is my favorite tool for content creation called Descript. Descript is the tool that I use to share smaller cut down pieces of this podcast and to repurpose my YouTube videos and create on-screen captions inside of Reels. Descript makes video editing and audio editing so easy. It feels just like you're editing inside of a Word doc. You can remove filler words like ums and uhs with just a single click and even make corrections to something that you said or misspoke using the Overdub tool. If you create content in your business of any kind, I highly recommend that you take a look at this tool. It is seriously packed with features. It's very user-friendly. And as someone who does not have a background in video editing, I found this really simple and easy to use and learn. I'll have a link in the show notes for you guys, and you can give it a try for free and get started. Hello, and welcome to the Call to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. The way we think about time is such an interesting topic and it's so important to the success of your business because the way that you think about things impacts your reality and what you end up actually doing is a product of your thoughts. So this directly affects the choices that we make in our businesses. This directly affects what we choose to work on when we do have time to work in our businesses. And I think that we have to talk about the mindsets and the beliefs that we hold around time. And I would propose that a lot of the mindset beliefs that we have around time are holding us back. And this is so important if you work part-time in your business because, well, we're going to unpack it more here now, but this is going to be kind of a crux, a make or break thing in how you perceive what's possible for you in your business while you are limited to you know, whatever part-time hours that you have currently. So I think it's really important that you make a mindset shift in your business, whether you work 15 hours, five hours, or 50 hours, you need to first and foremost, unlink time from success in your mind. And this basically means that you do not attach more time to success. So automatically linking those two concepts together is going to lead to you thinking, if I just had more time in my business, if I just had, you know, uh, maybe a little bit more childcare, I would be this successful. And while sometimes getting extra time can lead us closer to that end result, it is not always the case. More time in your business can mean more overthinking, more perfectionism, procrastination. And really what you're going to see here is Parkinson's law. Now, 
Parkinson's law is this old adage that work basically expands to fill the time that you have allotted for its completion. So you might have seen this when you were in school and you had a paper due at midnight and somehow that paper got done by midnight. I mean, within minutes to spare, that paper was submitted by midnight. It just magically was able to be accomplished in the amount of time that you gave it. Or if you only have 15 minutes before someone kind of unexpectedly drops in on your house, right? You get that text message, hey, we're coming over, we're dropping by, we're in the neighborhood. And all of the sudden, you are able to clean your house more in those 15 minutes than you have if you had given yourself an hour. Because you only had 15 minutes and you somehow got it all done. You are throwing things inside of closets. You're wiping things down. You do not want people to know what kind of mess was happening before they got there. And both of these are examples of Parkinson's law, that the work expands to fill the time that you've allotted for its completion. I saw this when I worked 40-hour weeks in my business. I used to work a lot before I had kids, and I questioned whether I would still be able to have success and move the needle on projects and run a profitable business after having kids, and I just couldn't understand how someone would be able to cut their work hours in half and yet still be successful and profitable, right? Well, I had my daughter in 2019 and found out pretty quickly that my work hours were never going to look the same. And now as a mom of two with two toddlers running two brands, I can tell you that my schedule is constantly changing. It's constantly shifting. And I'm working around 20 hours a week now typically. And I can still manage to somehow turn a profit every single month in my business. And I think we need to talk about this. And I think this is a product of Parkinson's law. And the sooner that we can unlink the quantity of time spent on something to getting this given result and getting that outcome, the sooner that you're going to actually be able to make big leaps in your business. Because that's so important. And it took me so long to unlink these things. And time spent does not automatically equal the result, right? Like how many times have we spent our time spinning our wheels, doing something in our business that just did not yield the right result? I think this happens all the time, but we assume if only we had more time, we would get more done. So if you're sitting here listening to this right now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I am spending too much time on that I'm believing if I could just spend more time on it, I will see success in it? So hold on to that answer as we move forward here today. So I think we know this on some level that, you know, just spending time on something, just blogging, just posting content out into the universe is not going to magically result in clients. And yet we still hold on to this excuse that we don't have enough time. Some great proof of this is that our clients do not care how much time we actually spent on something, whether it was two hours or 22 hours on their project or their gallery or their album, right? They want the images to look a certain way. They want the outcome, not the time. And yet we hold on to this notion that if we just had more time, we'd see more success. So go back to that thing that you thought of or whatever you wrote down of what is that thing that I'm spending so much time on that I think if I could just spend more time, I would see the result that I'm looking for. And I want you to think about the desired outcome. What is the outcome that you're looking for? And instead, hold on to that as we move forward. So instead of doing a to-do list or checking boxes in your business and in your life, 
I think it's more important to look at a done list, okay? So accomplishment or a completion-based concept versus the time that it normally would take you, right? So thinking like, okay, I'm gonna spend 30 minutes on email or I'm going to allow two hours for this piece of content, really thinking in terms of what should get done, what is the purpose, what is the desired outcome, and completely detaching time from that. Yes, it's gonna take a certain amount of time to create that blog post, but instead of assigning that time to it in your head and automatically assuming like, I'm gonna spend this much time on it, keep going back to the desired outcome because ultimately the clients that we work with, the students that you help, the people that you help with, you have a product or a service, they care a whole lot less about the time spent and so much more about that desired outcome. And this is so, so important as we detach the meaning of what we're doing, the significance of the thing from time spent on the thing. The cool thing about having desired outcomes in your mind is that once you know exactly what you're working towards and what the product is that you're going towards, you can start to get really ruthless about what you allow on your schedule or what even makes your list at all. So nothing makes you get real with yourself and your business or step into the role of a CEO like less time. Less time is a constraint that is going to mean that you have to get so clear on what you are working on. You have to check in more often. You have to use data to make decisions. And I promise you, when I cut the time in my business in half, I started getting more done and making better decisions because I was just more ruthless about what I was allowing in in the first place and then how quickly I would pivot when needed. In fact, I think I was wasting a tremendous amount of time before because I thought, you know, I have all week. I can watch Netflix while I edit. Uh, I can find some time later. It's fine if I try to multitask. It's fine if I'm texting somebody at the same time as filling out this proposal. I just wasn't operating at my highest level because I had the luxury of time. So if you really think about the level of focus you're able to achieve when you say, I only have one hour. I mean, we talked about this in in the Power Hour episode here on the podcast of what you can accomplish in an hour if you have a plan and you are focused. It's unbelievable. You will surprise yourself every time of what you're able to accomplish. And I think this is because you're using Parkinson's law to your advantage. You are constraining things down to a smaller amount of time instead of saying, we have all day. We have one day this week to market our business. No, no. You say, we have one hour. What are we going to do in that one hour? Another mental shift I think that can be really helpful when you're working part-time is you tell an activity how long it's going to take instead of the activity telling you. So inbox email management is a great example. So set a timer and work until it dings and then move on. This is a powerful exercise in gaining control of what you're doing in your business. So instead of being in a position of merely just responding to things, saying, okay, I'm going to sit here until I'm at inbox zero, or I'm going to sit here until I'm completely burnt out on requests and replies, and people start getting back to me from the emails I sent when I first started, you are telling the activity how long it's allowed to have. And again, you're pulling in those those parameters of Parkinson's law saying, this is how long it's gonna take. Now, do you sometimes get to the end of that timer and the task is not done? Of course, but that's when you get to decide what you're gonna do next. Are you going to a lot more time? Are you gonna change the activity and maybe come back to it? 
or, and this is really cool, you get to change how you're working on something. So when I decide to set a timer and allocate a certain amount of time to a task, a lot of times I just like get lost in that task. I go into like a flow state or I get distracted. Probably more often I'm just distracted when I should be putting prompts into my Facebook group. Facebook just like sucks you in. These platforms are like expertly designed to addict you, right? They just suck you in. And then the timer goes off and it snaps me out of it. And I start thinking, okay, I still need to get these prompts done, but I have got to change how I'm working on this. I have got to like put some sort of blockers on either side of the screen. I've got to make sure that I can only go to the group. I cannot go to my home feed. Let me create a shortcut in my browser so that I'm always going straight to where I need to go instead of scrolling. Those are the kinds of things that you can make a change to how you're working. And the only way that you're really aware of this is if you know how you're spending your time. And that's where I wanna challenge you next. So I wanna challenge you to a time audit of how you're spending time in your business. There are free tracking tools that make this so easy. I personally love Toggle. I've just installed it, created an account, and then put it in my Chrome browser. So no matter what I'm doing, I can easily just click up in that Chrome browser and tell it, hey, I'm doing admin or email or uh, I'm doing a client call or something like that. And I can track my time. You can always go back and fill these in as well. So if there's time where you're driving to a coffee shop to have a meeting and then you're driving home, you can just do this later. But I think this is fascinating because, and there's lots of studies to back this up, But we as humans are so bad at knowing how we spend our time. We're actually not truthful with ourselves or honest with ourselves about how we spend our time. And I won't get into all the reasons for this, but I I feel like this is because time feels different depending on what we're doing, right? Like sometimes you're doing something you don't want to be doing and it honestly feels like time is stretching out. You feel like, oh my gosh, if I cannot do something else, I'm going to die. (laughs) Like not to be dramatic, but you know, I'm totally being dramatic. But you hear, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then you get into a task that you love and time disappears. It's like nobody's watching the clock. You're having so much fun. Conversation is easy. And then you're like, where did the time go? Right? So the temporary use of an app like Toggle, it just takes the emotion out of it and gets so practical and so like data based in front of you and so you can look at that and say okay here is literally how I'm spending my time here is like I can hold this up to my P&L for the month and say which of these activities even led to money which of these activities are making me feel alive and creative and like I'm, I'm living my best life both in business and in my personal life and which of these are dragging me down and like are there some that we could stop and it's it's super like it's holding yourself to a, a whole new level of accountability and so I think this is so important this is going to give you greater self-awareness and I think as a leader and as a CEO your level of self-awareness is directly tied to your success but that's a whole nother episode but anything I can do to have greater self-awareness even when it's painful, I am going to embrace because I want greater self-awareness. And I think seeing these things as in, in, in terms of a mindset of a growth mindset is so important. So having a fixed mindset is something we want to leave behind. A fixed mindset says, I've just always been, you know, really bad at focusing. A fixed mindset says, I can't, I can't learn to do better. I can't, Uh, come up with good ideas or content consistently. I've just always been this way. I'm not really great with planning or time management or I'm bad with numbers. That's a really big one. 
And a, a growth mindset replaces those words. And it's, it, it's all about the words. It's all about our thoughts here. A growth mindset is going to say, you know what? That's a challenge for me, but I'm going to embrace it. That's an obstacle, but I'm going to persist through it. This does take effort, but effort is the path to mastery. And seeing criticism as something to learn from or constructive criticism as feedback that's going to help us get to the next level. And then they see the success of others. If you're in a growth mindset, you'll see the success of others as inspiring versus threatening. So the crazy thing about our minds is like they are not fixed. Our minds are elastic and they do have the ability to change. They can literally change through neuroplasticity and malleability. And it's so cool if you want to nerd out on this stuff, but like our minds physically do change and the pathways that we create can change. And so dropping that idea that it's just always been that way, I was always born this way, I want to challenge you to listen to yourself, even in your thoughts, the way you talk about yourself, the way you talk about how you function in your business, and try to replace those. I know for me, there are certain things I don't think that I excel at in my business, but I'm really careful not to say, I don't get this. I'm really bad at this. I won't be able to figure that out, or I don't understand those things. I'm very careful in making sure that I'm kinder to myself in those words, and I say, those are, those are sometimes challenging for me, but I'm working on that. I'm growing through that. That's something I'm, I'm actively engaging in getting better at, right? Like it's not my strong suit. However, I'm still here for it. Are numbers my strong suit? No. But do I look at them on a weekly and monthly basis because I know that they inform decisions in my business? Yes. And then have I gotten better at making database decisions? Yes. So I want to ask you to sit with yourself a little bit after this episode and ask, do you have a growth mindset? I think a growth mindset sees these challenges and obstacles and asks better questions. Instead of becoming overwhelmed in that fear and that doubt, that you will ask, what are the things that have worked well for me before? What are some things that I could press pause on? If it were simple and easy, what would it look like? I think that's one of my favorites because I think that we overcomplicate things. I know I overthink things. I make things way more difficult than they need to be sometimes. And so I will constantly get a little perspective by saying, if this were just easy and simple and light, what could it look like? And sometimes that can help you just reframe an entire piece of content that you were overthinking. You were thinking, I can't start on that blog post because I need these five things to be perfect first. And by asking, how can it be easy and how can it be simple? You will then take action faster because we do not have the luxury of time, right? <laughs> we don't. We have we work part-time in our businesses and so we have to take faster action. And sometimes taking faster action just means we're thinking about things in a different way and seeing the possibilities in a different way. All right, so for the sake of time, I'm just going to give you a couple of tools and resources that I really love and that I've mentioned. So number one tool is Notion. I use this in my business. It's like $5 a month if you do a pro plan, but they have free plans. My whole brain and my whole business runs on Notion. So I will link this up in the show notes. I really like Toggle for time tracking and um, you can use this alongside of Notion. So while I'm in Notion, like right now I have my podcast notes up in front of me in Notion, I can be timing in toggle what I'm doing so that I can keep track of that. 
Another um, focus tool that I really love is using focus music or white noise slash brown noise on YouTube. So I really like lo-fi concentration music. I like if you search like concentration beats or concentration tones, you'll find lots of options on YouTube and a lot of them have like 20 million views. Those are really wonderful for background music or noise if that helps you. Depending on what kind of mood I'm in, I really like having a, a really just noise like white noise like a fan with a little bit of music i can't do lyrics while i'm writing and while i'm working for the most part but some people love that if you have a playlist that helps you utilize that leverage that the other tool that i mentioned and i use constantly is a timing cube so i challenge myself with basic tasks that i don't want to do by kind of just like tricking myself into doing them by saying we're just going to do five minutes because that can sometimes be a great motivator so today's episode has been very mindset and motivation heavy and we have talked about super tangible actionable tips on you know productivity and balance and other other topics of like how exactly i set my hours in my business so if you're into those more tangible like nitty-gritty episodes i have those for you and i'm not going to repeat all of that in today's episode i'm actually just going to grab three episodes that i think are great next steps for if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I have the mindset piece, I'm motivated, I'm excited. Now tell me very practically, what does this look like with kids at home? Tell me very practically, what does this look like when you're not feeling motivated or when you're balancing business and motherhood? So those will be linked up in the show notes, wherever it is that you're listening right now. And I wanna leave you with one final thought, and that is whatever we focus on and whatever we consistently measure, we can grow. So whatever it is that you are trying to work towards in your business, consistently focus on that thing and be intentional with the mindset and the perspective at which you focus on it because that is gonna directly affect the outcome. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.